Hey, Emily, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Mythical Exchange, another podcast episode, and we have Emily with us. Emily, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Emily Watchorn, I'm 19, about to be 20 in a couple months. Uh, I live in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and my husband is in the Army. So, how did you guys meet? So, um, <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> it's probably, like, the most common now is, like, meeting online. So oh, yeah. So, we actually met on OkCupid. Oh, I've never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. I tried, I tried like, Tinder, and I tried Plenty of Fish, and it uh-huh. just, those are not, like, I was not looking for a hookup. I was looking for somebody that would eventually turn into my husband despite, you know, being so young. I was still in high school when I met him. So how did you find out about that website? So I was 17. I know you have to be, like, 18 to be on those sites and everything, but anybody I mm-hmm. talked to, I always fully disclosed that I was actually 17. You know, when I would turn 18, what my standards were, what, how it would work out, like, with my parents and everything. So, yeah. I started talking to one of my friends who had met her ex-boyfriend through Tinder. And I said, mm-hmm. well, you know, hey, I don't want to use Tinder. What else is there? And she said, well, as long as you type it up in the app store, just keep scrolling until you find apps you've never heard of. Because normally, that's where the really good guys are. So, then what happened? What happened from there, from the the website so I was scrolling and scrolling and you know I looked at his picture <laughs> and I was like oh he's, he's a little cute you know <laughs> and at first I thought he was like this Hispanic kid who you know like to dress up in suits and I was like okay flashy I see you all right <laughs> and so I the first message I sent him I was like you know hey what's up how are you and he was like uh hey <laughs> He's like, well, what's wrong? He's like, well, I didn't expect you, uh, your type of person to, like, message me. And I was like, well, what do you mean like that? Said, you know, country girl who goes mudding and hunting and all of this stuff. I was like, all right. So I'm just because I have horses doesn't mean I go mudding and I go hunting. And, all and I think that's kind of where we really initially hit it off with the icebreaker was all of the horses and all the country talk. I mean, he still calls me yeehaw to this day. Yeehaw. <laughs> I said, okay, city boy. That's funny. So where, where is he from? He is from, he was from California and his parents moved to Nevada, but his dad is white and his mom's from the Philippines. Okay. So he's very, you know, I want to go traveling. I want to go to the Philippines. I want to do this, that, and the other. And I was like, all right, we need the money for that. Your mom needs right. money. And this is all before <laughs> I even met his parents, like telling me, well, you and I, we're going to go here, here, and here. And I was like, well, I need to meet your parents first. That's uh, that's kind of step one before we go on any kind of trips together. Right. <laughs> What did your parents say about you meeting him and how you met him? Were they okay with it? So <laughs> that's a funny story. I met him and then two days later he texted me and he's like, Hey, do you want to meet up after you get out of school? I said, Okay, well let me just come up with an excuse for my parents. So I was at my friend's apartment. He came and picked me up. We went to like cookout, we went to Ross. And as we're walking into Ross, he goes, So like when can I make you mine? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, I got to talk to my parents because they don't really know yet. So we get back to 
my friend's apartment before I go home. I said, okay, so I guess I'll see you later, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you later. I was like, so you're gonna, like, actually ask me to be your girlfriend or not? (laughs) So then he asked me, and I went home and I told my mom, I was like, listen, there's this guy, I kind of like him. I think we might be boyfriend and girlfriend. And she's like, okay, well, bring him by the house. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about all that now. So I get to, um, like, almost, not even a full month later, my little sister's birthday. And I said, okay, well, I want to bring him over. I want you guys to meet him. I never told them that he was in the army. I never told them his actual age. I, I never really told them anything except, hey, there's this boy and I'm bringing him to the house. <laughs> so my stepdad was a little upset because I told him the day of the birthday party instead of like two days before like I told my mom and he's like yeah yeah I'm 20 I'm in the army blah blah blah. my stepdad pulls me into uh into the house and he's like you're not dating him you can't date him you're only 17 years old blah 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 so okay I said all right that's fine you can think that I'm not gonna date him but right but I'm really already dating him (laughs) (laughs) serious um I had a horse that I was riding at my sister's birthday party and long story short we had somebody else ride her because she wouldn't work for me and she had stopped so hard that she broke her ankles right in front of me oh so wow. I, I'd obviously you know be upset I'm like oh my I can't do this I need to go sit down somewhere so we go into this little building we had in our backyard we've got it set up with a bathroom and a tv and we're sitting there watching tv and he leans over and he kisses me on the cheek. Well, apparently, my stepdad was peeking in on us and thought he actually kissed me, kissed me. So, my stepdad's like, um, you two need to come up here and you need to tell him he needs to leave. And oh, okay, no. What's going on? So, I'm trying to walk him out to the car. And my godbrother's like, no, you're not. You need to stay in here. It's like, why? What's going on? But dad saw you kissing all over him and blah, blah, blah. No, I was not. Then they took my phone and then I couldn't talk to him or see him until I had turned 18. Well, that time I was working a job and I worked the night shift. So he'd come to my job after I got off of work and I'd tell them I was working later than what I really was. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) But I mean, they they learned to love him. It was very, it was really rocky because of how everything started. And I tell him all the time, you know, I blame that on me. If I had just told them how it was, it would have been 10 times easier. Yeah, and you just, like when you hear the numbers, like 2017, it's just like, totally mind-blowing but like now you know you have people that marry people that are like 12 years older younger 15 years you know older than them and it's like now it's totally normal oh yeah I mean like my mom's like 45 and my stepdad's like 36 so that's almost a 10 year age difference that's I I used that against her when she was talking to me about yeah like you're so much older than dad how are you gonna tell me not to do this so how um how long did you guys date before he asked you to marry him? We dated almost a full year. We dated okay. from like we started dating in January of 2019. He proposed in December of 2019. So we came back from uh our trip to California. We were talking about it. We're like, you know, well, how long do you want to wait until we actually get married? You know, I'm still. And he's like, well, why don't we just do it in like two days? What? <laughs> two days? How am I supposed to get witnesses in two days? It's a little. Uh... All right, then. So we had planned for the 17th. We originally wanted to plan and like get married on our one year mark. 
But because mm-hmm. that was during the week and he'd have to work, it wouldn't work out that way. So we got married nine days before we hit one year. So that was like a few days after he had he had asked you. Yeah, it was it was about a week, about a week and a half. Yeah. Okay, so was like everybody cool with that? Like, did they we mind? We did not tell anybody except for our friends and my oldest sister. Mm-hmm. So, because at that time I was living with my grandma, and I got dressed up that morning. Well, where are you going? Chris and I are having a, a date day. Well, we <laughs> went to the courthouse and got married, and I came home that night, and she's like, are you, are you sure it was just a date day? Because you look a little too dressed up for that. No, 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 we're good. <laughs> Everything's fine. We just went to the mall. We went to the movies and all this other stuff. And we had gotten word from some old friends of ours that they were trying to get out of their lease so they could move on base. And we're like, okay, well, we'll just take it over. So I had moved majority of my stuff into that apartment. And I was half asleep when my mom calls me one morning and she's like, you and Chris are moving in together awfully fast. And I was like, eh, I mean, not really. She's like, well, he gained BH and BS. And I was like, I mean, I don't know yet. And she's like, so you did get married. I knew you did. You just confessed <laughs> all of it. And I said, that's not fair. You just took advantage of me. <laughs> so, um, how, how was his parents? Like, did they, did they like you when they first met you? It was, so with him, his mom and I, there's a little bit, like, she knows English, but because she still got that heavy Filipino accent, sometimes it's really hard to understand what she's saying. So anytime Uh I talked to her, I'd have my husband next to me. And if, like, if I couldn't understand and she said something and then looked away, I'd look at him and be like, what did she just say? I don't understand. I don't know how to (laughs) So after a while of, like, after we left, she and I started communicating on Facebook more often, and um, me, her, and his dad all sat down in the living room the day before we left, and we really had a conversation. They're like, look, you know, I understand that your parents didn't really approve at first, but we're just happy that he's found somebody that he's happy with, but just don't break his heart because he's had plenty of that during his high school years and I was like look I don't intend to do that I hope he doesn't intend to do that to me because I've had enough of that during my high school years so we all just kind of sat down and had a heart to heart and I mean his sisters from the first day that they knew about me they like instantly fell in love with me so we're all super super close um but the way he told his parents that we had got married is through an email to his mom his dad (laughs) and his sisters and he said okay just so you guys know and that way you're not blindsided uh emily is now part of the watchmore family i said (laughs) you really sent that to them in an email you couldn't email (laughs) you couldn't even text them you had to send it in an email email right (laughs) oh my so were they upset that he told them through email or were they just didn't care I really don't know what their reaction was. All I know, like, I just know about the email because he sent me a screenshot of when he sent it. Um, But if they had any kind of, like, ill feelings, they didn't tell him or they didn't tell me. They were just happy that he had found somebody he wanted to marry. Okay. So now, in 
Um, I know you said that, you know, you were still young then. So in your state, do you have to be 18 or you don't like you don't have to be 21 or anything? You have to be 18 to uh, get married without parental consent and you have to be. Okay. I can't remember if it was 16 or 17. You could get married with parental consent. But okay, um, there was no way. If Even if I had married him at 17, there was no way my mom would let me do that. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's weird. Like each state has their own law. Because like here in Mississippi, um, we have to be, I'll say we, but you have to be 21 to get married. And um, you have to, if you're 17, between 17 to 20, you only have to have one parent sign for you. But if you're like, 17 you have to have both parents sign for you um yeah so and we see it like all the time but i I just heard about this law that well not necessarily a law but like we were looking uh, a friend and i were looking through like the crazy rules and laws of north carolina and apparently if two unwed people check into a hotel as a married couple then you're already like automatically married in the state of north carolina Really? Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but I read it somewhere. <laughs> it's just that it's crazy weird. the lengths that people will go to nowadays just to like bypass all the laws. So what is he doing doing now? Is he deployed or anything or he's just working? He's actually doing BLC right now. So he's home for a whole entire month. Um okay. he works in IT. So I mean regardless of, of corona or not he's normally home <laughs> I mean the first month of our marriage he was home almost every day and I was like dude do you not actually go to work <laughs> no, I, I do I just I don't have to be there as often as you think I do okay he's trying to oh. uh get his points up so he can hit his next <laughs> excuse me right so what did you say like when you guys first started talking and he told you that he was in the military what did you say were you How did you feel about that? It was displayed on his profile. Like, my entire life, I had always told myself I was never going to date or marry a military guy. Because that's what my mom (laughs) did. Her first husband was in the Marines. They didn't even last that long. They got a divorce. My stepdad was a civilian, but he got contracted through the military to work on the Humvees. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of this. This is (laughs) not the life for me. And sure enough, I was like... Well, you know, he's kind of cute. He's pretty interesting. I might as well just give him a try. Let's see what this goes. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, so, he hasn't been deployed at all. The only things he's done is like JRTC and um, when it goes to the field. I cannot imagine mm-hmm. how some of these girls deal with a deployment. I mean, he's gone for one week and I'm bowling my eyes out every day. <laughs> I think. The longest we've had is eight months, and uh, now nah, nah, it's no fun, no fun at all. But um, we're long distance now, anyway, so I never see him, which is it's a bummer. But whenever we can, we do, and it's you know it's worth it. Oh yeah. Um, we talked we talked about that last night, you know, on the live. Um, how we were saying that if we could you know, talk to anybody, and if we, like, do it again, we'd be like, no, we're not dating anybody in the military. We're not doing that, but, you know, 
we were just talking about like how now that it's worth it and how you have to be really strong to date someone in the military because it's not all sunshine and rainbows, you know. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. Oh no. Huge sacrifice. Oh yeah, for sure. So while we're talking about that, about (laughs) about that part, how like not how, what would you say to any other like young girl wanting to marry young with someone in the military, what would you say to them as far as like your experience? Definitely. So I have actually had this conversation with another girl. Um, I don't remember if she's in, in our, uh, on our page on Facebook or if it's a different one. Um, she was facing the same issue as she was already 18, but she wanted to graduate high school. And I told her, I said, look, you know, we're going to be young and yes, we're going to make mistakes. But if you truly believe that you have found the person that you're going to marry and be with the rest of your life and they feel the exact same way, then just go for it. I mean, nobody really accepted my marriage when I first got married and I told everybody and it took time for them to, I mean, even still we're, we've been married for a year and I had somebody tell me the other day who I'm with every day. Oh, wow. You know, I just still can't believe that, that you got married. I still see you as a little tiny girl that you've always been. Um, and it's going to be rough and, and they're going to get judged. But ultimately, you don't need to focus on the negative. You need to focus on the positive of that you married the person you love and you have a life with right. them. And only only see it from you're never going to go downhill. You're, you're just going to go uphill. And if you have to cut out certain people in your life who don't, support you then that's oh, just yeah. what you have to do I've had to right. cut out old uh old cousins that I never knew I had that as soon as they met me they were like wow you're married that's not cool and I was like nope bye <laughs> get out of my life I don't need that right but it's it's definitely, it's definitely something you have to sit down and have a conversation about uh do you see yourself in it for the long run and and always have a plan of like what if what if I cheat on you or you cheat on me how are we going to handle that you know like right my husband and I have decided that if that ever happens and if we have kids we're going to remain as civil as we can we're not going to have a problem with you know him seeing somebody else or me seeing someone else and we figured out exactly how we're going to handle things from that perspective just because I've already been through uh, like my my mom getting a divorce or about to get a divorce. There's a lot of stuff that he's been here for to help me get through it. So that way we already have our contingency plan of, of not putting our kids through a loophole or, or keeping them guessing of what they think is going to happen. And just so we're prepared, kind of like being prepared for the end of the world. Right. Yeah, I understand that because you don't want to put them through what you, you know, what you went through and what you've seen. Yeah. I understand that. So speaking of, I heard you bring up kids. Is there any um, talk of kids yet? So I'm really close with his best friends from high school who are all like the guys are all in the military and the girls married them too. And we make jokes all the time of, like, who's going to have the first kid? The boys apparently have this bet of whoever has the first kid owes the other couple $70. 
that doesn't really work out because <laughs> the people who have the kid need the money. Um, right. So I joke with him Spend all the, the time. Like, you know, what if one day I just come home and I've taken out, like, my IUD and you don't know this? He's like, no, I'd leave you if that happened. No, you wouldn't because you'd be a father if I wound up getting pregnant and you're not going to leave me. <laughs> um, but his, like, his parents, oh, my gosh, for Christmas, they had individually wrapped all the presents, even the presents that went together. And for Christmas, they got me, one of the presents they got me was a little child's toy, like, kind of like a train track, but with race cars. I can't remember what it's called. But the, I opened it up, and I was like, um, did y'all mean to address this one to me? <laughs> and his dad takes it out of my hands, and he goes, well, you know, my birthday's in a couple days, and I'm not getting any younger, and I probably only have one good year left in me. And his dad's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> like, dude, y'all aren't getting any kids right now. Three to five years. We'll just give you that timeline. Three to five years. Let me kind of settle down and find a job first. <laughs> right and he's still young oh I told him that I mean I've got videos of this man dancing in his living room I was like you're not gonna die within the next year I think you'll be all right he's like well I just I want grandkids we're not getting any younger okay (laughs) so um my last question for you would be um, how did you find the group and what do you think about it? So I can't remember who posted it, but I was actually scrolling through TikTok and I found it on TikTok. Um, really? yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to scroll through all my saves cause I saved it. Um, I had previously been in and still am in like two or three other military girlfriend wife fiance significant other uh group chats and it just wasn't really what I was looking for it was more they'd post Mm -hmm. their problems and you know an admin would be like well you can't post that here or you can't do this you can't do that well then how are we supposed to support each other how are we supposed to get advice from each other and then I saw on TikTok where it was you know we post and we write letters and I was like well, you know, I've been wanting a pen pal too. That would actually like really work out. I get <laughs> double the fun. Um, so yeah, like I know that we haven't all really been writing a lot recently, which I mean, everybody has something in their lives that's going on. So I completely understand right. it. Uh, like for a while, I wasn't really active and I'm still not like 100% active um, in the group just because there are things in my everyday life that kind of like take priority over just having friends um like I was explaining that to some of my friends who are actually in the military and they're like well you know you don't talk to me you don't hang out you don't text me well I don't do a lot of that right now because COVID and having this house and all my health problems that that I have that I can't get control of apparently um but I do love the group. I love the fact that we are, even like the new people, already we're a sisterhood. We connect on certain levels. We try to find people that live in the same state or, or like even the t-shirts. I love the whole t-shirt idea. 
Like, <laughs> I haven't been able to buy one yet, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm just really amazed now, you know, that it's it's growing and then like more people want to come and I just always wanted to like have a place where it wasn't more like dictated of what you can and can't say, but more so of, you know, just let it out because there's a lot of people and I was like one of them and still am, you know, to my regular friends to where with military life, you can't talk about that with them because they don't understand. Yeah. It's, they think it's just simple as, you know, well, you need to go be with somebody else if you don't, you know, if you're not happy about this or that. And it's not that simple. So I think having this community is really great to where, you know, nobody gets to dictate exactly what you can and can't say. And, um, you know, we just all can just be real and have like real conversations without, you know, sugarcoating stuff and people judging us. I really like that about the group. So I really enjoyed it so far. Definitely. Like I could post something in the group that I couldn't actually post on Facebook. I could be like, you know, Hey, I I'm getting told that he's getting deployed because of this, that, and the third. But if I posted it on like my main page, It'd be the right. old ladies, like we were talking about yesterday, the old ladies from church, but what's going on? Why is he getting to do this? <laughs> I mean, I wanted, I was cooking dinner when y'all were talking about that. And I wanted to say so bad that the old ladies of the church and even the old men are the absolute worst <laughs> gaspers in the world. I could find out from, for example, we'll just say a name, Miss Helen. I could find out from Miss Helen that her great-granddaughter is dating so-and-so's great-grandson, and they don't like the great-grandson uh-huh. because he's only come to church once in the past month. I don't uh-huh. care. Like, <laughs> don't tell me that. It's not <laughs> my business. You're right. Yeah, it to me, it kind of feels like a, a secret room, you know? And, like, I don't post, like, anything really, like, military on my Facebook page, but, like, when I go there... Um, to the group page and I'm like ooh, I feel so like relaxed and kind of like at home because I'm like they understand oh, here yeah. everybody I understands mean, I, I, like, so I, I extremely empowered too once because we're just a group full of women and we all have like the same kind of issues and I scroll and I see these introduction posts I'm like hey, women are really pretty and it's like when <laughs> I posted mine everybody was telling me how pretty I was and how sweet I was and it's like oh, you're just don't make me feel really good about myself right now. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's cool to the fact to where like not one time have have I ever had to say, um, all right guys, we're gonna respect each other, we're not gonna be ugly, we're not gonna badmouth anybody. Like I've never had to say that and I've never seen anybody else say that to anybody yeah. else. And I'm thinking like I'm like that is that's cool because when you come in, you can kind of feel that it's all love and, you know, nobody's going to judge you for what you say or how you feel. Yeah, nobody's got anything towards each other. And and even if it's like we all understand that even if there's something someone says and we don't agree with it, it's just better to keep your mouth shut and not say anything. Exactly. That's right. That is right. But um, that's all I have for you, Emily. And I really appreciate you. I really enjoyed talking to you. I enjoyed talking to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, that's going to do it for the podcast. Um, If you'd like, find us on Facebook. 
the Milfo Exchange. Follow us on Instagram at the Milfo Exchange. Also, TikTok at the Milfo Exchange as well. And we will see you guys in the